it, I shouldn't say it happens often, but it happens. It's more likely to happen in a market like this where home prices are are slowly declining. Now, I personally think we're coming to the bottom of that decline. Like I think we're going to see home prices start to increase in value again. Go, like I said, going to end of July, early August, and then going into the winter. Like I have no doubt that home prices are going to come back up. Uh, there's no guarantee of that, but I think this is the point in the next, say, three to four weeks is when we would see something like this happen. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. We are back. It's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. My name is Paul Stevenson. I am one of the owners and a mortgage agent at Referral Mortgages, and I'm joined by David Warren. He's my business partner. Also an owner at Referral Mortgages and a mortgage agent. And typically, we have the magician, the wizard, Greg Campbell with us. Greg is uh, touring. He's on a tour. Okay. He's on a tour. He's uh, he's going for a little drive today, doing a little, uh, little vacation avec uh, la famille. Uh, so Greg will not be with us today, but Greg is the managing director and a realtor at the agency Ottawa. At the agency Ottawa. David, how was the weekend? How are we doing this morning? The coffee's still settling in my veins <clears throat> yeah. here. Yeah, the uh, good weather turned out being uh, pretty decent for. Oh yeah. And the day was, you know, little uh, little hairy there, but uh, you know, but actually turned out to be a beautiful day. So yeah, overall, not a bad weekend. Got up to the cottage for a night. It was good. No complaints. Yeah, we were quite lucky actually this weekend with, uh, it's like pretty much the perfect, this is when people come to Ottawa and they're like, wow, I could really live here. And then winter hits and they decide it's a big mistake. Uh, <laughs> I actually poked around downtown for not on Canada Day, but on uh, over the weekend, just went to Major Hill Park and kind of chilled out there for a bit. And it was, uh, it was great. Lots of people out, lots of tourists, it seemed, and uh, lots of smiling faces. Okay. Um, it was great. It was nice. T- typically we've, we've been kind of blasted with a, a variety of crap lately as far as weather goes it's like freezing one day and pouring rain and then uh, so it's nice to have there's, a couple back-to-back there's a little interest for Canada they're not having the festivities downtown moving it to uh, Le Breton mm. and uh, Zibby yeah <clears throat> yeah did you hear so. anyone that was down there that kind of experienced that uh just a, a couple people but it was pretty it wasn't it was definitely very tame in comparison I think people still not sure what was going on the move mm. I know there was some you know, some protests. So there's a lot of like, um, road closures and issues to do with that. Um, so either way, um, I think they use the blues fest stage setup and whatnot, uh, down in Le Breton. So, cause that starts up, I think blues fest starts up this week. Yes, that's right. <clears throat> As well. Wow. So, yeah. I actually forgot about that. I need to, might have to see if I can scrounge up some tickets. They, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on. I mean, Ottawa's, uh, it's, it's the festival city, you know, we always got something going on, but this is the uh, this is the time. Next two months, it seems all the the music festivals and the food festivals and everything are kind of coming down. So if you're thinking about coming to Ottawa and you don't live here, now's the time. Just don't try to buy in Ottawa right now. That's uh, actually it might not be a bad time. We actually the last few episodes we've done, we've kind of been talking about the the current state of the market and the shift and rates going up and kind of everything that's happening. And uh, we've gotten some interesting comments with predictions for what they think is going to happen in the, uh, in the coming uh, few months. So we had one, David, uh, I don't know if you've seen this one yet. So this was uh, talking about the Ottawa's, is, is it a buyer's market? And uh, David Johnston responded or, or kind of left a comment saying, I think two to three years, we're going to see another doubling of detached prices. The demand for housing is astonishing. 
when interest rates go back down in six months, six months, so he's thinking January, uh, buyers are going to pile into the market like never before. There is uncertainty currently, but the rental market is hot, capital H-O-T-T-T right now. As soon as rates fall and homes start to get hot again, all of those people will be buyers giving up everything to be in a home. How, uh, how accurate do you think that is, David? I think part of it's accurate. Um, I think the, the, I mean, the rental market is going to get hotter as, uh, as home, as interest rates rise, um, less investors are, are buying and, you know, and then really with the cost of homes in, in Ottawa, um, and certain markets like GTA and whatnot, um, it's a higher, it's a higher cost for carrying those properties. So what's going to happen? They're going to have to charge higher rents. Um, or you just having less investors in the market. So there's less availability of rentals out there. Um, I do know that that is becoming already an issue mm. of, uh, of, of, you know, the rental market and those buyers that would have been moving out of mom and dad's into a home <clears throat> or what have you um, buying their first home or, or, you know, or even partnering up with a friend and buying, you know, that's not happening. They're renting instead. And so it's kind of scared people away. Um, I do think that as interest rates, drop come back down to earth um that the demand will will pick right back up because uh, all those people aren't going away you know we've talked about it before canadians have a mentality of home ownership and wanting mm-hmm. to own and um and really entrenched and ingrained in our our fabric our dna in canada of of owning your home um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and i think all those people are, and then combine that with immigration so i think that demand will come back i don't think it's going to be in uh i don't think interest rates are going to dr- plummet in six months um you know we're gonna have another rate increase next week uh by the bank canada that you know for prime it's gonna take some time for inflation to get under control and they're not gonna start dropping um bringing prime back down unless uh you know until things settle and i i don't think it'll be six months but um you never know uh i think it'll be i think it'll be in the mid mid to latter 2023 that rates start coming back down yeah, I'm in complete agreement. I've, I've actually seen the last week, I've seen a few, like, it feels like it started to pick up a little bit with purchases. I think uh, also, you know, we see this every summer. Uh, I was just looking at past episodes, and it seems every summer we talk about kind of the the slowdown, the lull at the beginning of summer. And then as people kind of get back from the cottage and kind of get settled again, August, July, late July, August, start to pick up again. Um, I, was into, I was talking about this actually this weekend with a friend of mine uh, about you know, home ownership being um, a type of investment as well. And, you know, looking at, you know, we were talking about having a mortgage and the difference between, you know, people that want to pay off their mortgage rapidly uh, to be mortgage free and then other people that want to just basically use it as kind of like a, a smart debt slash investment. Uh, and I was just saying like for myself, and I know you have a similar mindset, Dave, where, you know, I, I try not to get too, uh, ever too married to uh, to a single property, you know, try to take the emotion out of it as, as much as it is a home. Uh, it also is a, you know, uh, an investment facility as well, right? And especially in Ottawa, when you're seeing gains of, you know, anywhere from three to 15% a year, um, you know, having that, uh, let's say, a, you know, 23 year mortgage, like in my head, I'm never thinking, oh, in 23 years, I'm going to be mortgage free. It's more so in, you know, 10 years, uh, the appreciation, let's say it did, you know, the home values in price and my, my mortgage is down. Well, now I actually have all this equity built up where maybe I can buy something cash or I can, mm. you know, I can buy something where I am going to be mortgage free, right? I'm not seeing it as kind of like a 25 year plan or 23 year plan. So 
I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just talking about your thing, talking about interest rates. And I just feel like so long as the homes are appreciating higher than what the rates are at, which has been happening for many years, right? We're seeing interest rates at 2% and homes appreciating by, you know, three to 5%. Um, you know, it's good. It's a, it's a good debt to have essentially like you're, you're, you're making money by just owning that home, obviously. Uh, but people talk about this downshift and what's going to happen. Oh, the market's going to crash. Uh, I, I'd call it more, it's more of a rec- it's more of a correction than a crash, right? That we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, homes aren't, you know, homes aren't going down 50%. Uh, everything is kind of stabilizing. And I think it's really important to, to think of it. You want to think of it long-term, but also, you know, think of it as, as a form of investment. All that money that you're putting aside every month is not going to the abyss. It's going into essentially into your own pocket down the road uh, with, with interest, right? With, with, with appreciation. Yeah. And and we've talked about it as well. And, and people can, you can just look up and Google house price indexes in Ottawa. Um, and you'll, you'll get a historical trend of what price gains have been and, and no matter what the interest rates have done and you can go back, you know, 50, 60 years. Um, and you'll see that, that we have double digit gains in Ottawa, constant gains, regardless of where the interest rates were. And, and you can talk to, you know, whomever may be, you know, back in the, you know, I just pulled up the chart just now. As I said that, um, you know, people say that in the sixties, their, their rates were 20%. Well, I'm looking at it right now in 68 and 69, uh, home price in Ottawa grew 19.8%, 374, uh, 10, 25, 21%. You know, you're getting these gains, 83, 80, in 83 and 84, 21 and 18%. So regardless of where, you know, right we here. heard you hear horse story, you hear from your parents, like, oh, well, I, when I had a mortgage, it was, you know, 12%, 20%. You know, the first, I think it was, I forget who it was last week saying that their first mortgage they had was basically a visa rate. It was 19.5%. And, you know, and you kind of think of that like, oh, well, it was, you know, lower home prices, sure, but also incomes were substantially lower and there was still double digit gains. I think right now we're seeing the market just kind of slow down. It's not like you said. It's not. There's not going to be a big plummet or anything like that. There's still demand. We still have people have qualified to be able to pay for that mortgage at a, at the rates of what they're paying now, and even higher rates. Um, it's just right now fear. Everything in the on the news is like is kind of again fear mongering a bit. And um, but but really, as the mark, you know, right now you get a lull in the beginning of summer. Regardless, um, that's just prototypical of of the market, and then it picks back up. I think people are just going to adjust to what the new interest rates are um, and, and again, just buy it, what their budget can allow them to. Yeah. And I think, I think right now with the current market, I think it's a massive buying opportunity that we've had so many people that have been, you know, waiting for the market to, to correct itself or waiting on the sidelines to maybe get into the market. Well, like now is really actually an amazing time. Like maybe if you're selling your place, you're going to get slightly less, but you're also going to be getting that next home for slightly less, right? So you're, it's all going to balance out. Like in, in the future, rates might come down and your home value might go up. So maybe you have a bit more to sell your place for, but then you're going to be paying maybe an extra 100, 150 grand for that home that you do want. So there are a lot of opportunities out there right now. There's a lot of homes on the market. There's a lot of people that have to sell, right? So there is a lot of really good opportunities out there. It's like anything, like a, the market itself, the, the home real estate market is like any other, you know, uh, in index or you know i was just going to say like a universal market whether it be uh you know gold or or you know the s&p 500 or whatever it is like the, it's going to be cyclical it's going to go up and down this is a down and this is a time to buy right this is like a very good opportunity if you're looking 
to it as an investment. Now is a very good time where there's a lot of opportunities out there where you can get essentially something that you know in five years is going to appreciate, 10 years is going to appreciate, and you're getting it at a, at a discounted price. Uh, like we're not gonna we're not gonna see home prices. We're not gonna see a million dollar home today be worth five hundred thousand in five years from now. No. I just see that as being absolutely impossible. So yes. you know that million dollar home that's on sale for eight ninety nine right now is gonna be back in a million in a year or two. So there are a lot of good opportunities right now. I think um, people that were waiting on the sidelines to get on the market to buy, um, waiting for more inventory um prices to maybe come down or, or bidding wars to just go like not to be happening um you know really my question to those people is what did you think was going to happen that a rush of people would be put at listing their house with not and moving out of ottawa like that yeah. ottawa would not see any migration to the city because I, I mean really you need you need you, there's some sort of external factor you need in order for um for those for that to happen for you know for there to be magically more properties coming on the market like instantly more supply uh demand to go away mm-hmm. so right now you're seeing the, the external factors interest rates going up that's it people are those buyers are still there they're just staying at their mo- they're staying at their house everyone's sitting at the gate renting longer they're all at the they're, gate waiting they're they're waiting so if you're thinking about buying um yes is it a little bit of a hit to and kind of a gets in your mind a little bit of of locking in an interest rate in the fours or in the fives on a fixed or a variable where you know Bank of Canada is going to be increasing prime. Does it play with your psychology a little bit on that regard when you know that interest rates were at, you know, 2% less than a year ago? Sure. However, if you don't believe that the demand has gone anywhere, if you believe that the home prices or home values in, in Ottawa are going to continue the gains like they've been making since this, this index is 19, goes back 1956. Um, if you believe that the Ottawa housing prices are going to continue going up like they have since 56, where there's only been four down years, and by down, uh, the highest down being two, negative 2.9%, um, then why not get into a property now when there isn't the competition, when you can get, you can see more properties, you can um, put an offer in with conditions, Mm. You can get your home inspector in, you can get your financing in order, you know, appraisal, things like that. You can have those conditions included where you're not competing with a ton of other people. And if you're of the belief that migration in Ottawa and, and, and the city is going to continue to grow, then why not get in now? And maybe it dips 2%, your, your house price or 4%, but getting in now is better than waiting for when the market picks up and now you're competing with all the others because you're going to have that, those same issues or same you know mental restraints uh, that you had nine months ago are still going to be there. Yeah, stay away from the headlines. Stay away from the water cooler. You know, just because uh, I think that's it. People are like, well, I'm thinking about selling, right? To, to maybe a mm-hmm. friend and then it's uh, so, someone who's not in the market, I mean, and just yeah. you know, doesn't work in the industry and kind of like, well, I don't know. Have you heard about this? And it's yeah. all kind of doom and gloom, right? That everyone is is hearing. So again, like you said, it's you're, you're talking about that fear mongering. Like I just think that uh, I mean, this is I think a lot of those things that were brought into play were to try and slow the market, uh, and a lot of that is like you said, it's it's the psychology of the buyer and the seller of well, I just don't want to. I'm just going to take a step back for for a little while. So everyone is just there's like this this pool. Everyone's just sitting around the side waiting to jump in, right? And uh, the water temperature hasn't changed. It's still uh, still hot. You know, it's still hot. It's just uh, people aren't jumping in. So 
the reason why a stock market gets into a bear or a bull territory, mm-hmm. dropping or or increasing, rising market is it's all psychology of the investor. Same as in the housing market. People believe that the market's going to dip, going to crash or go down. So people start pulling their money out of the market. The, the values of those companies haven't changed. Um, their sales haven't changed. It's just like, it's strictly psychology. And so it's the same as same as exact same. Like you said, the, the housing is a commodity. It's just another type of investment and it's, and psychology plays into it. Why people get emotionally attached to a house, why people get into bidding wars and mm-hmm. you know, drive up the price or, or what have you. So um, yeah, I mean, if you are thinking about it or you were thinking about buying and right now you're on the sidelines because you're just looking at interest rates, Get into short ter- get into something short term then. Do a two year fixed or mm-hmm. get into a variable where you can break any time or you can lock into a fix when rates come back down or what have you. Think of it as a short term pain for long term gain and and stay that stay that course really. That's the advice I've been giving. Uh, you know, of the conversations I've had in the last couple of weeks have all been, you know, two max three year terms for fixed and or, or and or variable. Uh, and even on variable, mm-hmm. you know, you're like I was talking to a client last week, mortgage was, you know, five hundred K roughly. Uh, four to five hundred k, and uh, and he was asking about the penalty. You know, what's what would my penalty look like for variables? So I kind of told him about the three months interest and what that like would equate to in today's dollars. And he was like, "Oh my gosh, that's like he was expecting tens of thousands." You know, so mm-hmm. um, when it's only a thousand or two, uh, you know, it's, it makes it a lot easier when rates come down again for the fix to just break your variable, lock into something longer term, and then you're still getting into the home at a at a very reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. Go, go ahead. ahead you first no i was good well i was just going to talk about uh like what can happen in this sort of shifting market but if you wanted to close out this yeah. uh this topic. no 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 i was actually going to uh pivot to that as well i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> when we we're on the top of, of offers and conditions i read uh i read this morning uh a headline says speaking of headlines uh, how falling home prices are leading to growing appraisal gaps. So this is a question we we are asked quite often, actually. Like, what happens if my appraisal comes in light? So you know, hypothetically, someone pays six hundred and fifteen thousand for a home two months ago, uh, and now the lender wants an appraisal, and uh, you know, homes on the street are now selling for you know five twenty five, five fifty. What happens to that client? So. Uh, I'll just read the first paragraph here, Dave, and then we can kind of touch on this quickly. So it says, when national home prices are on the decline, some home buyers are seeing appraisals come in lower than their purchase price, and that's leaving many scrambling to come up with ways to close the gap. Um, Jim Tourlucas, president of Verico Advanced Mortgage Services, knows at least one of them. A client came to him, this happens often, a client came to him after buying a home through another broker in February for one02 the original broker didn't do the appraisal quickly and the close is set for mid-July. The recent appraisal came back at just 830,000. So they're short 190,000. Um, so yeah, so basically Dave, that's, uh, that's you know, I, I shouldn't, sorry, I should correct myself. It, I shouldn't say it happens often, but it happens. It's more likely to happen in a market like this where home prices are are slowly declining. Now, I personally think we're coming to the bottom of that decline. Like I think, we're going to see home prices start to increase in value again. Like I said, going to end of July, early August, and then going into the winter, like I have no doubt that home prices are going to come back up. Uh, There's no guarantee of that, but I think this is the point in the next, say, three to four weeks is when we would see something like this happening. Yeah, it's really, I mean, for anyone, whether you're a home buyer, if you're a realtor, a mortgage agent, whatever it may be, uh, appraisals play into your financing 
very regularly. Unless you're buying cash, you need, you'll more than likely need an appraisal. Um, if you're buying and it's insured with CMHC, Sagen, Canada Guarantee, they will try to auto appraise it. If they can't, they will order an appraisal. Anything where you're putting 20% down or more, an appraisal is going to be needed. If it's over a million dollars, an appraisal will be needed. If it's a private sale, an appraisal is going to be needed. So for any of these, the banks will only ever lend on the lower of the purchase price or the appraised value. So you can pay a million dollars, but if the appraisal comes back at 830, they'll only lend at 830. So um, really what you want to be doing uh, for all of those categories of buyers, mortgage agents, realtors, is find out as quickly as possible if an appraisal is going to be needed and order it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's literally leaving it on your desk for two months, or even if you've closings not for four months, five months, don't wait until that last month. Things aren't, you know, going to improve. Um, you know, order it immediately. Otherwise, what happens is you're having to come up with that difference. So in this case, that couple is now having to go scrambling to their uh, parents and family to scrounge up the 190000 they need to close on that house because they'll only get financing based on that 830 but they need to come up with that difference out of pocket between that 830 and 102 and And for some of you listening might say like, well, then I'm, I wouldn't, I'm just going to walk away from the purchase and I'm not going to close on that. Mm-hmm. Well, you can, but you'll get sued. And what you'll get sued for is not just your deposit, but if they, when they go to resell, put that mar- house back on the market, whatever it sells for, that difference, that loss, you'll be on the hook for. So not only will you not have a house, uh, that house, you won't even own that property. You'll you'll be on the different. You'll be on the hook for that difference. So if that only sells for eight hundred, and you had a one point oh two, um, you're on the hook for that that difference, and and potentially, you know, I've heard of it being, um, you know, the difference of carrying costs for that property for the the seller. Uh, potential moving costs if they bought another place like that snowball effect. Yeah. So, you know, it's not something where you can just, you know, ah, the heck with it. It's only 10 grand uh, deposit. I'll walk away and, you know, not close on it. Uh, there are other repercussions. Uh, so again, you no, know, really don't want to get into that situation. If you're buying that property, you've likely looked at comparables. There's other properties around that uh, are driving that, reasoning for you putting in that offer at that purchase price. Um, and so order that appraisal right off the bat. That's literally the only thing you can do. Um, especially in a, where we're, you know, things are leveling out or even, um, or, or dipping a little bit, um, values aren't going up, then you're, uh, you know, you're going to want, like, then you're going to be in trouble ordering it too late or potentially, potentially in trouble. Yes. Well said, David. Well said. Yeah, no, I, I've had uh, I've had one recently that came in uh, light. It was a private sale, though. So that was a bit different because there was no realtors involved to kind of give them like a true picture of where the market was. It was more so this is what I think it's worth. Well, I agree to that. And they got into the agreement and then the uh, the appraisal did come in light. So we're working around that now. But um, but that's the only one I've seen, to be honest, in the last couple of years. So uh, and that was right, uh, the, you know, they entered into the agreement in February, March, and that was right, you know, when things kind of took a shift. So uh, kind of be expected. And also, you know, when you think about it, those higher price points, even a, a five or 10% difference in value, that's that, you know, those are big numbers that you're talking about as far as the the delta that, that comes up mm-hmm. and that they need to come up with. Not as, I mean, I guess it's still relative, right? If you're buying a, a $500 place, $500,000 place, and it goes down 25 
25 grand. I mean, that's still, you still have to come up with that 25 grand, but it seems like it has much more of an impact when it's, uh, you know, a $1.5 million place and it comes in a million lights. Well, you know, it's a bit of a different story, but again, again, I guess it's all relative, all relative to the buyers. Yeah. The likelihood of uh, crowdfunding from your family, uh, mm-hmm. 20 grand is a little easier than a few hundred thousand. Yes. So, yeah. um, but the last thing you want to do is be having to go through that crowdfunding, uh, situation or setting up a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, really that's, you know, something to really be cognizant of. Um, but, but overall, you know, that should just play into it. Um, so when you are looking or buying, you know, really you have that opportunity where you could put in your conditions, uh, on that offer, because it's not a multiple offer situation, uh, you can put in a condition of financing. And part of that is um, giving you time for uh, an appraisal. And, uh, and, and so when you have that conditional offer, you can order the appraisal immediately. Like your, your bank or mortgage professional should be able to tell you off the hop whether uh, there's a high likelihood of needing an appraisal. So um, that's... Uh, I know we've, I know we've kind of gone through it in the past of, uh, of the, um, you know, of the, uh, of appraisals. And, and when people, when there was a when it was multiple offers and people going over, uh, over ask and things like that, that the, um, you know, sometimes it was the opposite. You were kind of waiting, maybe you're waiting a couple months to let all the other comparables catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but this is kind of the opposite. And that's where working with a professional that knows what they're doing, um, has, you know, has that experience in the marketplace, we'll, we'll know what, you know, what that timing looks like. And it, it seems like it's something so inconsequential or, or so minor as an appraisal that it's like, ah, oh, well, I bought it for this. Obviously they'll appraise it that. And, and, you know, to Paul's case in point of, uh, of a private where they, you know, that's why on every private sale, a, uh, an appraisal is needed because mm-hmm. they, people don't have that data or don't look up on, you know, appropriate do the appropriate research to determine value and, and can come in and, and be issues. But in a case like that, it doesn't really matter on timing when you, uh, when you pull the, appra- when you do the appraisal, because uh, likelihood is that it's been <laughs> the original agreed upon price was off anyways. So. Yeah. Um, but I know, uh, I know Greg has been, uh, I know you said he was, he's been, he's on the road right now to, uh, to PI. He will be back next week. So it'll be interesting to see, to hear from him, you know, kind of that, get the two week numbers from him yeah. as far as the shift in the market, uh, in Ottawa and, and what he's seen from, uh, from the, you know, any sort of, uh, prices or, or sales transaction numbers, but. Yeah. He, t- he said, uh, he's on his way to Quebec city, I believe. Uh, shout out to QC and then he's uh, they're, they're ending up in PEI uh, shortly but I know he said yeah he's looking forward to being on next week from uh, from the east coast and uh, holding it down out there so I think his family is from I believe his mom or and or dad are both from the east coast he might have even been born there who knows we'll get the full scoop but there's definitely some east coast connections somewhere in the Campbell uh, the Campbell genes um, should we sign into the mood boost David let's do it we survived. We survived without Gregory. It's good. Um, I got, let's see here. I'll throw out a few. I'm not going to say, I'm not, I'm not vouching for any of these, but they, they are what they are. You know, what can I say? Um, number one, what genre are national anthems? Country. Okay, hmm. country. Um what game does the sky, the sky, what game does the sky love to play? Mm-hmm. Twister. 
Twister. Okay. Okay. Uh, number three, what's a dog's favorite city? New Yorkie. And uh, last but not least, let me see if there's one better. No, this is the one. Uh, what is a golfer's worst nightmare? The bogeyman. The bogeyman. Started off. Started off well. Started <laughs> off well. <laughs> um. Thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, as always, if you don't mind, uh, you know, subscribing, reviewing, commenting, liking. Comments are great. I actually like hearing people's feedback and, uh, you know, obviously B. Sharon is, uh, well, we're just going to have to give him a shout out now. It's like, it's like, was it, not Jimmy Kimmel. Who's the one that always used to thank Matt Damon for coming to the show? Yeah. 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 yeah Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Thanks to B. Sharon for, uh, for being here. Um, th- shout out to, uh, to North Brew as well. Northbrew.ca. If you put in the promo code podcast, you're going to get 20% off your order. Uh, shout out to referral mortgages, all of our amazing agents, all of our amazing operations team. Shout out to the agency. Shout out to the Ontario Mortgage Academy. And uh, shout out to all the listeners for tuning in every week. It's uh, it's always good to get feedback. I know summertime, people are chilling at the cottage. They're relaxing. They're outside going for walks. Throw us in your headphones. Let us just <laughs> reach into that cerebellum. Drift away. <laughs> Dave's already gone. Dave's, <laughs> Dave's checked out. Um, thank you, everyone. We'll be back next week. Greg will be in for PEI. And... Uh, Yeah, we love doing this. We'll be back. Thanks for listening. Deuces. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that.